In today's episode, we're going to be talking about how to have hard conversations. I'm going to give you six steps on how to have this hard conversation effectively, fast, and move on with your life. I don't want it to occupy a lot of your mental real estate. I'm going to share Bethany's story, a client of mine who had a difficult conversation last week. This is active coaching and how people people walk through these situations in their life and business. I share them because we all have hard conversations that we put off. We justify, we sidestep because we don't want to hurt others. And also we don't want to hurt ourselves, but we can't go around the hard conversations. We must go through them. That's what we're covering today. Welcome to Pivot Me, where we give business tips and mental hacks so you can move past your biggest obstacles and live the life you've earned. And now your host, business advisor and performance expert, April Garcia. For years, I made large companies larger and rich people richer. Now I coach driven entrepreneurs to hack success, create more time and get better results through high performance habits, the multiply me method, and a little mental gymnastics. On Pivot Me, I talk to thought leaders and experts sharing our successes, our many scrubs, and how we can all use both to move us to the next level. Join us and learn real, simple steps to pivot you and your business towards the life you've earned. So let's talk about why this is so important. Here's the thing. Here's the truth. Growth hurts. It's not just reading business books on your lunch and growing, quietly growing in the corner, and it'll be amazing, and you will sprout these wonderful wings, and everything will be great. No, no, no. It hurts sometimes. You will outgrow spaces that you once fit into, and that hurts you and others. You will outgrow roles, companies, and even people because they were connected to, they fitted with the old version of you. Today, I'm going to tell you about Bethany. She's a healthcare practitioner in Texas. She'd originally started working for a company and a leader that she absolutely adored. It was a great opportunity, and she grew so much during her time with them. However, what we're facing today was the need to move on. Bethany was ready to start her own practice and needed to have the hard conversation with someone she respected immensely. This, this wasn't an employee who'd wronged the company and she needed to forcibly remove them. This was a role model, a friend, but she had outgrown the opportunity. And when Bethany and I talked about it, I realized that the idea of this hard conversation was causing her a lot of pain. She didn't want to have it. She was very concerned about hurting the other business owner, not seeming appreciative of the opportunity she had been given in the beginning. There were so many stories she had told herself, as we all do, about how this hard conversation would be perceived by the other person. So let's get into the mechanics of walking through a hard conversation like this. So as often the case, the very first part of our work begins with our mindset, our inner game. Master your own emotional response and you have already solved 80% of the hard conversation. Step one, don't be connected to the outcome. Just be connected to your input, your approach, your clarity, and your compassion for the other person. They won't always like what you have to say, even when it's in their best interest. Don't endlessly, this is important, rehearse how they may respond. You are not preparing. You are needlessly pre-hurting yourself. 
this rehearsing is not preparation. You are needlessly hurting yourself before the conversation even happens. You can have make-believe conversations in your head that your brain will believe is real and you have an emotional response to it. We can raise our blood pressure. We can put ourselves in tears just thinking about having a hard conversation. Don't do it. So in Bethany's example, the outcome was her respectfully breaking away from the existing business and starting her own practice. That was the desired outcome. Notice I did not say that making the business owner happy. Notice I did not say making the business owner happy, satisfied with her decision, or even understand her decision because that is outside Bethany's control. She will, she'll do the right thing. She won't take advantage of the situation, but she is not responsible for how the business owner feels about her decision. To keep your mindset in the right place, it can be helpful to have a word of intention for the conversation. Maybe something like clarity, compassion, correction, if it's someone that has to be reprimanded. Hold a word in your mind and embody that, but only connect to what you're putting into the conversation and worry less about the response of the conversation. Step two, also mindset work, put your head past the hard thing. It's, and this is true of conversations and other hard things that we have to face. It's easy to get very caught up in having that hard conversation, like all your mental real estate, all your thought goes to right to that moment of the conversation. What I say, what he says back and rehearse at length, all the iterations, rarely does this help prepare us for the hard thing. Even before the hard conversation is had, you need to mentally be past it. Imagine this as uh, the conversation is a foregone conclusion. You've already done it. Don't think, how am I going to have this? hard conversation in your mind it has already happened and you are having lunch at your favorite restaurant and planning for the next thing in fact it does help for you to think about what you'll be doing after that so again don't put all your mind on the actual you know 15 minutes of a difficult conversation think about the lunch afterwards think about the thing after that and it's a way for you to realize that the world will not stop turning because you had this hard conversation Step three, have it sooner than later. Have the hard conversation as soon as possible. Do not wait for you to be ready. We often procrastinate on these. Do not wait for the perfect time. Have them immediately. And this is for two reasons. Number one, you're already in pain for the idea of the conversation. So let's end your pain faster. Let's not drag this on. Remember, a hard conversation does not get less hard over time. And the second reason you want to have it fast is because it gives the other person more time to handle things after the hard conversation. Whatever needs to be arranged, that gives them longer time to do it. In Bethany's example, it gives the other business owner more time to find her replacement, make other plans, decide what the next step is for her business. Just like the guy you aren't into anymore, set him free so he can find someone else that adores him and thinks his jokes are funny. Step four, the sandwich. How do we have the hard conversations? Let's talk about the sandwich. Yes, you might be familiar with it, but how does it apply here? So here's my modification to the sandwich. Compliment plus hard conversation plus compliment and then serve them on the way out the door. So let's just use Bethany's example. She might say, it's been amazing to work together. I've learned so much. You're an integral part to my career journey. These are all true. Make sure that it is true and it is not fluff. People can see through it when you're not being authentic on this part. So give honest, an honest compliment. And then here's the meat of the sandwich. This is the hard part. The, but I've been growing. I'm motivated. I'm ready to push for more, make a bigger impact. And the next level of my growth 
involves me opening up my own practice. So again, we've complimented them, sincere, authentic compliment. We've had the hard conversation and then we compliment them again. We add something to that and again, make this authentic. Don't make this insincere. But in Bethany's example, she's going to be clear about how much she respects this woman, how she wants to stay connected to her, but she simply can't work for her business anymore. Now, understand They will likely be angry or sad, and that's okay. Just because you have moved on doesn't mean they have already. They may feel blindsided by the conversation, especially if you don't communicate it early. And this is often actually the flip side of delaying hard conversations is they feel really blindsided, definitely correlated to how long you waited to have this conversation. And side note, if this hard conversation is with an employee you are considering firing, I will say this rule of thumb. When is the right time to fire them? Usually at the same moment you're wondering, when is the right time to fire them? Train them well, set incredibly clear expectations for them, communicate them clearly, but if you cannot train out the problem, you must remove the problem. Now, of course, if that happens five times in a row, well, the problem is not with your employees, it's with you. That's another conversation. All right, you better sit down because we've got some news. We did it. We said we'd eventually do it, and now we have. We're about to open up a new time slot for the Pivot Me Mastermind, and we are taking applications. This is live, in vivo with me and just a small group of peers teaching from the six Pivot Me pillars. We're leveling up your conversations, your peer group. As Tony Robbins famously said, your life is a direct reflection of the expectations of your peer group, and yet... We often don't even think about who's in it. And if you're getting after a goal, if you're getting after something big, then we need to level up our peer group in the process. Pivot Me masterminds are powerful, they're transformational, and they've been full. And for the first time in almost two years, we're opening up a new one. We've begun taking applications for only nine spots in the new mastermind. This is not a webinar. It is not a sales pitch. It is weekly conversations access. I know your name. I know your partner's names. I know your goals. We go deep. And if you want to get in on this action, go to pivot-me.com backslash mastermind, answer the four questions, and you can get on a call with me to see if it's a fit. Chat with you soon. Let's move on to step five, serve them on the way out. You can offer to help them during your exit. This should not be long, elaborate, and guilt-driven. But for the example in Bethany's case, the wrap-up of the business arrangement would be amicable. She can serve the business owner on the way out. She can offer to train her replacement for two weeks. She can field questions for a, a defined period of time to continue to advance the business. If it was a different situation where like you're needing to remove an employee that worked really, really hard but simply wasn't a good fit, you could offer a, a placement service to use your network to connect them with a future employer. There's lots of ways that you can serve them on the way out. But look for a reasonable way to do this. Make sure you still maintain maintain good boundaries and clear expectations. You you don't want to offer or agree to something unreasonable because guilt is riding shotgun. Guilt is a terrible co-pilot. Boot that guy out. Don't be emotionally connected to this part, the serving them on the way out the door either. You can't you can't bake in emotions to this. They may not receive your offer well. If they're angry, resentful, or simply still processing what you just said, 
They may not be in a level-headed position to go, wow, thanks for the offer to place me at another company or use your network. I, I appreciate how it's going to serve me. I appreciate your graciousness. No, they're not going to see that in the moment. Most likely you offer it and prepare they may take you up on it at a later date. We can't be like, geez, I just offered to stay an extra two weeks and she wasn't even grateful. You were emotionally prepared for this conversation. She was not. This moves us to our last step and step number six, mind your BS story. Time to get honest with yourself. If you are feeling pain, discomfort about this conversation, what are you believing in the situation that is making it uncomfortable? Growth can be hard. Growth can be painful. Any relationships or partnerships, it's tough. It's tough business, but don't make it even worse by believing a BS story. For example, if you believe... I've disrespected them by leaving their business. I've been disloyal. Once I set boundaries, it will end our friendship. I'm not grateful for what they've done for me because we are parting ways. These might all be BS stories that you're telling yourself, which is how our good buddy guilt ends up writing shotgun. If these are percolating just under the surface for you, bring them up, resurrect them, write them down. For example, if it's, I have disrespected them by leaving their organization. Ask this question. Is this true? Is this really true? And where is the evidence to support that this is true? This is a powerful exercise to break apart your crappy stories. In closing, today we talked about how to have hard conversations and I gave you six steps to have them. I want you to know having a high performing life involves lots of hard conversations early and often. The longer you wait, the more pain you cause yourself and the more they will feel blindsided. Here's what I want you to do today. You know I'm coming for you, right? You know this homework. This is not like passive listening. Remember, education without execution is distraction. We're about doing here. Here's what I want you to do. Think about a hard conversation you've been putting off. Print out these six steps from our show notes and use it as the backbone for your conversation. Remember, a hard conversation does not get less hard over time, just the opposite. I'll tell you this, you are 100 hard conversations away from a completely different life, a completely different business, a different marriage, maybe even a different relationship with your kids. Have the hard conversations. You're worth it. And so are they. Now go handle your business. Thank you so much for dialing in today. And don't forget, make sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And if you love what you hear, give us a five-star review. It means the world to us. Hit me up on Instagram at the April Garcia or check us out online at pivot-me.com. This is all made possible with the support of you listeners, the numerous contributors, and our clients. Our music and production is by the amazing Rockwood Audio. Join me next time for more tips on how to hack success. And until then, make it a great day. Thanks, guys. You guys are amazing.